0: Welcome to Ahead of the Curve, a fresh new podcast brought to you by Pros Travel. Ahead of the Curve is hosted by Serene Adianthaya,
1: President of Pros Travel and one of Pros' longtime guiding lights. This podcast will offer insight and commentary on the most contemporary trends in airline travel solutions, and each episode will include a candid, forward-looking conversation with a different influential leader in the airline travel industry.
0: Are you ready? Let's see what's ahead of the curve. Welcome back to another episode of Ahead of the Curve. And joining us today is, once again, Chief AI Strategist of PROSE, Michael Wu. Michael, welcome back. My pleasure. Michael, you've been um, very closely involved in many of the innovation initiatives at PROSE, and AI is such a big part of our innovation and product strategy as a company so it's really exciting for me to have you back talking about some of the ideas that we've been working on in the last episode that you joined us for on ahead of the curve you spoke more about the customer side of applying ai how to improve the customer experience uh, and and how that the future will look with ai in that respect Um, with this episode we're excited to talk about the business of airlines of airline operations, other aspects of how you, how airlines get passengers from A to B, and how that can be better with AI. So I'm really excited to cover that topic with you.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: So I guess, Michael, just to, to kick it off, um, at the broadest level, AI can touch many things, we know, but how can it really impact the business operations of an airline? Where are some distinct areas where you see? AI um providing great value.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, AI can actually do a lot of things. Pretty much every single AI uh system out there is gonna help, you know, you uh, you know, I would say operate the business more efficiently and more effectively to some extent, right? But so there's almost like kind of, I would say, infinite number of variations of AI out there. But to make it a little bit more kind of digestible, I I would say that there's actually three main kind of outcome that AI can drive. You know, one is that it um, actually because AI automates a lot of human tasks that are kind of uh, somewhat inefficient in the past, right? They help uh, business operate uh, with much greater efficiency. Okay, so improved efficiency is one big area, right? And also like because AI is you know obviously. There's some investment, initial investment in, uh, in you know, um, using this uh, type of technology. But ultimately, in the long run, AI can can definitely help uh, airlines or um, other business. I would say cut costs, you know, uh, reduce costs. And um, and finally, I, I would say the last area is that you know AI can actually help you make money. It could drive revenue lift. You know, so those are the three in a broader sense, right? I mean, these are the three areas I would say AI can can help. Yeah. Right,
0: for sure. Those, those are all very important to our airline customers around the world. Um, can you drill down a little bit on the efficiency side? How can AI help airlines operate more efficiently, uh, you know, and give us some more details?
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, since from the last episode, we talked a lot about, you know, these uh, consumer facing uh, type of AI technology right I mean all those I would say would improve e- efficiency to some extent right because obviously you know in the airline operation I would say that the employees or the agents for the airlines right they are kind of the I would say the bottleneck you can only have so you can only hire so many people right um, so there's, uh, there's a limited number of them there's always like a lot more customer that they're trying to serve than the number of agents that they have right so any kind of I would say these consumer facing technology, whether it's chatbots or, um, you know, uh, using facial recognition for uh, for for check-ins and, and checking bags, right, and and all those, like, they, because since you don't no longer need a uh, human there, right, so uh, alleviate this alleviate that bottleneck, right, uh, being the number of agents that you have you can you, can, you can actually employ, right, so so that all those would definitely make uh, I would say a lot of the I would say air, airline or airport operation. Um, a lot more efficient. But Absolutely. I would say another big area is probably predictive maintenance. You know, predictive maintenance is, is all about, you know, you're know you going to service the plane anyway, right? You're going to serve the plane as some kind of schedule, right? Why not serve, uh, service the plane or, or service uh, whatever machinery that you have, right? At the optimal time, right? That, so it, it essentially introduces the least disruption to operation, right? So essentially, if you have, if you wait until something breaks, to kind of service it right there's going to be some disruption right there's going to be some disruption and you're going to have to find a you know a new part right and then put get them in there to working right and you have to uh so that is always going to be a disruption where you actually wait until something is broken right so but if you ever be able to do that in a proactive way right before right or maybe just before sure. they things start to break right then you you minimize this disruption right so as a result you know things run more smoothly and i would say that will improve efficiency as well right so right. yeah no, i right. think like right. one uh, one area that's actually um, uh, i heard this uh you know while back is that they actually are doing this uh, what what they call turnaround optimization right so when they're playing between the time between the plane land and be, and and uh, when they take off again right this turnaround time you know, lots of things have to happen. You know, they have to refuel, they have to clean and disinfect, right? Especially now with COVID, right? Uh, they need to load luggages, you know, uh, you know, have catering, uh, load the food and, and beverages uh, into the plane. So lots of things have to happen. Uh, and I think that, you know, uh, companies are actually using uh, video analytics to actually see, you know, what's actually happening to this plane that very, uh, you know, between their uh, landing and the next takeoff, right? And they can actually see: Are there anything you know that's actually, uh, you know, I would say not coordinated well, right? Are they waiting on, on something? Are they actually waiting on another uh, cleaning crew that's cleaning another plane? Should they dispatch another set of uh, cleaning crew to to service this plane, right? So, so they can actually see what's going on using video analytics, right? That's obviously AI based, right? You have to be have to recognize uh, what's happening and right. coordinate this uh, this process so that again this turnaround time can be minimized, right?
0: So. Yeah, no, those are all very important um, aspects of the airline business for sure um, that have great value to airlines. I think the other point to the examples you brought up would be consistency of product and service because exactly. I think that would dramatically improved with the application of AI technology as you've described them, which I know airlines around the world are striving for. That's really great. Yes. Yes. So efficiency is very important, but you know one of the major levers that all airlines look at and really focused on by LCCs, low cost carriers, et cetera, are reducing costs, saving money. So how can AI help save money for the airlines?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I would say that I know of it, like two use cases that are that, uh, that's already probably in practice now in some airlines. One is actually, you know, um, forecasting kind of the in-flight kind of food consumption. Actually, you know, a lot of people are, you know, <laughs> based on their travel habit, right? Some like, like I said, you know, some like to just sleep, right, and not be disturbed. Uh, some like to enjoy a meal, right? Uh, but based on their kind of each individual's kind of travel uh, habit, or, or and even like kind of the time of the flight, right? You know, maybe certain people, you know, don't like to eat in the morning. Some people don't like to eat in the evening, or so based on all that. Kind of big data, right? They can actually forecast, you know, how much food, is, you know, they should actually onboard a, a particular plane, right? And if you actually forecast it accurately, you know, so you have just enough, right? Or maybe just a little bit more, <laughs> just in case, right? Um, then you minimize this, this kind of uh, food waste, right? I mean, so so you load the ex- the, the kind of expected amount, uh, so you avoid this food waste, so you don't waste uh, money. Right? Every food item that you throw away. Uh, is essentially a waste, right? So I, I think that that certainly could help save money a lot. Another use case that I, am, I know of is certainly uh, in this fuel optimization area. I mean, I, I know that, um, I don't know how much you know, uh, fuel costs for the airline, my guess is probably between quite high, you know, somewhere between probably 20 or, or 25%, you know? Um, so if, you, if AI could actually recommend, um, for example, a more fuel efficient route, you know, uh, that could save, uh, you know. Remember, you know, I would say that you know, like a large, like a huge. I would say uh, the, the fuel cost is actually a huge component of uh, airlines' costs, right? So if they can actually save a little bit of fuel, right, that's actually a quite a quite significant uh, for the airline. You know, for for example, you know, I, I know that for a uh, long time ago, I, I even um, hear this some uh, planes even get rerouted to take advantage of the jet stream so they get more tailwind so they actually get to their destination faster and earlier uh, and also save fuel right and also to avoid storms like taking advantage of the weather system, data that we can get right how do you route it there um, the plane so obviously you know all this once you save fuel and you save kind um, of on, on food waste right uh, it, it, it's uh, quite dramatic when you actually think about how big this uh, airline uh, the scale at which these airlines operate
0: so. right for sure. Well, I think cost saving is certainly very important to airlines and those are excellent use cases. Um, but the other very important use case that we focus on quite a bit at pros is how how can we help airlines make more money? Um, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I mean we talked about this uh, personalization idea last time. I, I think this is actually one area. Uh, where uh, AI can help airlines uh, essentially monetize more, uh, more efficiently and more effectively, right? Because obviously if you're able to make an offer, uh, for example, with the really hyper-relevant ancillary that are more likely to be purchased, right? The person's probably going to you know click that and, and buy it and use it, right? So, and it actually uh, withdraw more sales of those ancillary, right? So, so personalization would definitely, uh, uh, I would say help uh, in this kind of, uh, revenue lift, I would say. I, I think that the second area is probably, you know, obviously it's it's, it's revenue management. Right? It's something that you know we have been doing for the airline for the for the longest time, um, and it's and obviously a core competency of, of pros, right? Um, so uh, yeah, I think these are, are definitely the two area that you know uh, AI can can help. Um, I would say airlines uh, to make more money.
0: Right. So, right. Yeah. For sure. Um, and we've discovered that with this new generation of travelers that started with the millennial traveler, um, because they're they grew up with mobile devices and online purchasing, they expect a level of personalization, and mm-hmm. uh, the selling entity, in this case the airline, to know them and to offer relevant, transactable, um, you know, offers. So. It's certainly very important. You bring up a really good point. And I know for the last year and a half, Michael, you've been leading a team of scientists at Pros to innovate around revenue management. Can you can you tell us about some of these things you've been working on and what your findings have been?
1: Sure. Yeah, I know that's coming. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, uh, one uh, huge area that, that we're innovating on is... Um, is uh, to improve these uh, revenue management system by leveraging uh, more different data sources. Okay, so I would say a lot of revenue management today, right? They they use uh, I would say traditionally they they use kind of the uh, the historical kind of transaction, you know, the uh, the seasonality and kind of capacity. You know, these are these are data that the airlines have, right? They they own them, they actually have them, right? So so it's easy to get those those data, but you know, with COVID you know um disrupting i would say the travel behavior of of people right um, airlines you know have a hard, much harder time to forecast uh the future travel kind of demand you know like uh, essentially this this is actually uh you know a big challenge if you can't forecast the, the future travel travel uh, demand you know accurately right using historical data you got to learn you got to leverage something else right you got to you got to be able to you know there have to be some other signals uh, that indicates people want to fly, fly or or their desire to to travel right uh, we need to get that data get that signal get that information somewhere and so one of these uh data source that we've been exploring is is shopping data right obviously you know it's common i would say that for uh, for people to kind of look uh before they actually book right people shop around for a flight and then eventually they, they make a booking right so uh, um yeah, so so this this is uh, one data source that that we we use, and, and we are able to kind of see some very promising uh, performance lift, you know, by using leveraging this data source.
0: Right. So I guess you know, in revenue management, we always were of the mind of the past is the best predictor of the future. So what you're doing with your scientists doesn't disregard that, but it enhances what that thinking with. Let's take current information, what's happening right now and enhance our historical information to to predict the future. And I think it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. We've heard that very often from our airline customers that it's such a dynamic world that we have to be in the now. And this sort of captures that, doesn't it, Michael?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that, you know, this is uh, historically, this has been very challenging because, you know, Think about this, right? airlines actually don't own all the shopping data out there, right? I mean, so in fact, there's so many different channels that you know people could, could shop or, or kind of you know, look for a flight, right? Um, the data tend to be very, very fragmented, right? And airlines don't always have access to, to those uh, uh, partners, right? Or And right. because of that, there's so many different channels, right? There's uh, these shopping data is also have, I would say, uh, very different coverage, right? Some, you know, like I would say, channels are really good in certain region, like say in Europe, or it's a, In some other channel, maybe really good in other regions, right? So and different people use different kind of uh, uh, channels in different places, right? So the the right. the kind of consumer coverage for each one of these shopping data is, is different, right? So that makes it actually very difficult to to leverage these uh, shopping data as well. You know, you may think that this is this is pretty obvious. But you know why haven't airline do this right in, in the past right? So it's mainly because of this right. Data is fragmented. They don't have access right, and also like even if they have access right, it's hard because you know uh, the coverage is very different right? and they don't know how these uh, channels are, are covered different part of the, the, the world right. And and finally, I would say like one big challenge is that there's actually huge I would say variability in kind of consumers shopping behavior right some people you know would just look for a flight you know for a couple of days before and then they book right away and then another one could you know uh look in the research for (laughs) for a month (laughs) before they actually uh you know uh actually make the booking right and some even could even set up you know i would say scripts and to monitor flights you know and and uh so yeah so this this all makes it very very challenging yeah
0: so michael can you tell tell us all about how well this data performs. I mean, what sort of benefits are you seeing from utilizing shopping data and other data sources?
1: Yeah, hugely. I think that um, by leveraging shopping data, uh, we are able to see that, you know, during this, this COVID time where, where everything is kind of being disrupted, right? Uh, if you actually leverage shopping data, uh, you can actually get up to 40% um, kind of error reduction and forecast error reduction which is very, very significant, right? I mean, when you talk about uh, right. revenue management, you typically improvements are kind of single digit, right? Or when you get the double digit, it's already kind of very, very uh, big. But, you know, this is 40% is almost unheard of. Um, very exciting.
0: Very yeah,
1: exciting. I mean, so so we actually kind of were a little bit, um, the team was a little bit kind of cautious, you know, 40% improvement is it's almost like too good to be true, right? We, we were a little bit kind of suspicious of the results ourselves, you know, being good scientists ourselves, right? So, and, but... You know, after some investigation, we, we found out that, you know, like, largely this is due to, I would say, call a, a kind of low denominator effect, right? So because COVID, because COVID you know, is, is such disruptive uh, force in the airline uh, industry that, you know, it made it very difficult for uh, kind of tra- the traditional uh, revenue management forecaster to forecast people's travel behavior, right? So, so the, the traditional forecast is not doing very well. Right. So you essentially lower this denominator uh, dramatically. Right. And then, uh, um, yeah, so basically that the improvement that you see, a large part of it was actually, you know, due to the the, the fact that the uh, traditional way of forecasting is not performing as well during this disruption. Right. So, you know, as a result, we, we kind of said, well, can we actually look, you know, before uh, COVID, you know, fortunately we have some uh, very nice um, data partners to able to provide us some, some, uh, shopping data even before uh, COVID time. And we were able to see like, you know, uh, before COVID, this improvement was not as significant as 40%, but it was still like around 20%. So this is uh, still very, very dramatic, you know? So yeah, <laughs> so definitely there's a lot of signal um, in, uh, in shopping data.
0: So Yeah, I, I think that's huge. I, I'd go as far as say it's sort of a breakthrough in demand forecasting, um, in revenue management, what you and the team have done. So I'm very excited to see it in production in the airline world, very excited. I guess, Michael, um, we've spoken about shopping data, but what about other forms of data, like events data, et cetera, can they help as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they can help. I mean, we actually did explore that you know, a little bit uh, and using events data to kind of uh, predict essentially people's shopping behavior. You know, you may think that you know yeah great shopping data is great right, so you once you have the shopping data, you could kind of forecast future demand. But you know for for you to get shopping data people have to shop right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so if people don't shop right you're not going to have shopping data right, so the problem is that like people don't shop typically Okay, don't shop for a flight until probably a few months you know, on the order a few months before right before the the flight departure right if they want to leave uh, say for christmas or something like that they probably look for a flight you know in september october or something like that right typically that's what most people do right Right. so you're not going to be able to kind of forecast like far in advance like you used to be right for up to a year in advance right uh so 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 that's the problem right If, if you to use shopping data right to help you improve forecast you need shopping data right but People have to shop, right? So Mm -hmm. if people haven't actually start shopping, you're not going to have those data to help you forecast the far future, right? Right. So this is where events data can uh, can come in, right? Because events are typically announced or kind of planned uh, much much earlier, right? So they can actually we can actually use those events data to kind of uh, estimate kind of what kind of shopping behavior they were able to drive. OK, some big events like, uh, you know, the football game or the World Cup or whatever, right, they would drive a lot of, I would say, shopping behavior for, um, for, for, for this destination, right? And, you know, so if we, could, if there, if we know this events way early, we can actually use this events data to kind of estimate what is the impact on shopping would be, right? And then we use that, you know, as a kind of early kind of a indicator of how that could uh, impact future demand and travel. Right.
0: So yeah, that totally makes sense, and I I am sure that as we go down that road, you'll find that there's tremendous value in using that data as well. This is so exciting. Uh, as someone who's been in yeah. the revenue management field for a while, you know, breakthroughs don't come through every day. So this is exciting stuff for sure. Um, so yes. while we're on this topic, can you um, give us some more use cases where? Uh, AI can help an airline with its operations and efficiency.
1: Well, I mean, I, let me ask you a question back. Then, you know, like, you know, since AI is is very good at automating, I would say these um, mundane and repetitive tasks that's typically done by human. Let me ask you, you know, like, are there some, you know, what are some of the most mundane and repetitive tasks the airline must do today that are because they're they're still very important, right?
0: Well, I mean, there there are things such as. Uh, irregular operations, flight disruptions require rebooking of hundreds or thousands of passengers as storms roll through, you know, across the U.S. or other parts of the world. Um, that's I I feel like that's a very important repetitive task, um, and also there are tasks like just the communication channels between the airline and the consumer in, along the entire traveler journey, you know, informing about um about delays, about boarding procedures, et cetera. It's extremely important and helpful. Yep. Um I think that's another area that's pretty repetitive, but could be very intelligent um potentially mm-hmm. with AI. Just a couple yeah, ideas. I,
1: I think yeah. So I, I would say that you know those are the precisely the area that AI can help, right? Because these are, you know, because they need you know, obviously they're important because airlines still do doing that today, and and but they're they're rather repetitive. So uh, if you actually collect data on how AI, how uh, humans have uh, handled these uh, situations in the past, right, and use those data to train the AI to mimic what these humans do in the past, then um, those are there's your case, your use cases, right? So yeah,
0: I see what you did there. You turned the tables on me.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> You can't ask all the questions, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, well, I'll, I'll remember that. So airline industry is really, I think, fortunate because it's extremely data rich. Airlines have used data for many decades to for important decision support, things like revenue management and other things. So how do you see the airlines going from where they are today to sort of a more AI a- augmented big data strategy in the future?
1: You know, so, so moving from this kind of traditional business operation to AI, right? This, this is actually a fairly standard kind of a, I would say maturity trajectory, you know? Um, so typically a company will go from, you know, uh, no data to have some data, right? And when they have some data, the first thing they do is that they do uh, what, what they call descriptive analytic. They just summarize the data right, so that they present this data to some decision maker, so they can make a decision from those data, right. And then they move into, once they have more data, they can actually start to use this data to build predictive model, right, to estimate some quantity that they don't have before. And then again, but they will kind of use this kind of uh, information about their prediction or their forecast, present those to the decision makers so they will help them make better decisions, right, having an eye into the future, right. And finally, they, go from, I would say, descriptive to predictive to prescriptive, right? Now these systems are able to kind of tell you what to do, right? In this situation, you should do this because that optimizes certain business outcome, right? Right. So, uh, but at the end of the day, I would say like this type of, um, uh, you know, going from descriptive to predictive to prescriptive, right? Humans still make the final decision, right? Right. Yeah, I could tell you what to do, right? But at the end of the day, humans, I could always say like, you know, I don't, want to follow what the AI recommend, I, I'll do what I, what I think is correct, right? what I think is the best way, right? So, and then, so the thing about making this transition to this AI future is that we, you know, since AI essentially automate this human decision action, right, and they're able to learn. So you need to kind of essentially uh, to make give AI the opportunity to make those decisions, right? And actually learn from it to get the data. Um, so so I, I would say that, you know, like, Airlines are actually, yeah, definitely much more mature than lots of other industry, in a sense that they've been doing predictive analytic and prescriptive analytic, you know, way before, I would say, the consumer world even catches on, you know, so I would say, and then to move to this next step of being AI augmented kind of, you know, future, right, they just have to essentially uh, let AI, you know, make some decision, right. And right. give them some, some. Uh, I would say, be brave and be courageous enough to to let this AI make decisions, right, so that they can right. actually learn and be better at making this decision in the future. Got right. so.
0: All right. Well, it's been a fascinating discussion, Michael. Thank you so much for joining. Um, as always, really insightful and, and uh, eye-opening thoughts and ideas. So um, I hope t- we can talk more in the future um, on some of these topics sure. as well. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening and a special thank
1: you to our guests. If you have any questions or want more information about anything you've heard, please contact pros. This podcast was brought to you by pros travel, where we help airlines with offer optimization and digital transformation.